What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It is Friday. It is earnings report season. It is, it's a good time. Hopefully you had a wonderful week and let's just dive in because Microsoft dropped their earnings this week. And for the company, it was all good news minus some gaming information, but we're just going to dive in here. So Microsoft announced earnings yesterday of $33.7 billion. 33.7 billion. That is an increase of 12% year over year. Now, they had a net income of $13.2 billion. And I want to put some of this into perspective because this is, you'll see why here in a second. So Microsoft had $13.2 billion left in its bank account after it paid all of its bills. That is a lot of money. That is a massive increase over their usual amount. And Microsoft is obviously trending in the right direction when it comes to profitability, which brings up the question of why last week did they say, hey, Microsoft uh, partners, the people who bring it, I think it's something around like 95% of their revenue flows through their partners. It says, hey, you're going to have to start paying more for your own software and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to make your lives worse by making you pay more, us more money. Like, it's not like Microsoft needed it. It's not like they had a bad quarter. I was wondering if this was like pre a prelude to them announcing like, hey, we're actually strugg struggling, you know, struggling in quotations a little bit, but uh, no, Microsoft partners are doing fine. Microsoft itself is incredibly healthy right now. And it, that business decision to piss off all of the people that sell all their stuff, it really isn't making any sense now at all in the slightest. So just kind of keep that in mind. Uh, commercial cloud revenue increased 39% to $11 billion. Office 365 consumer subscribers now up to 34.8 million. That is a solid number. Uh, Intelligent Cloud came in at 11.4 billion in an increase of 19%. And on the surface side of life, revenue increased 14%. Now, Microsoft is actually saying this was driven by corporate sales, which to me is a little interesting, uh, mostly because I know that corporate sales of the surface line have always accounted for 50%, and I'm guessing probably more now based on the language used. And Microsoft said that they had $1.3 billion in quarterly revenue, uh, which is up a decent amount year over year for the Surface brand, which is all good. The one thing to take away from this, though, is that if corporate sales are driving the success of the Surface hardware brand, which I have no reason to not believe that, it's going to put some downward pressure on releasing brand new cutting edge features because their target market is always going to be a bit behind the curve, right? Things like USB Type-C, Thunderbolt 3, that type of stuff is going to take longer to show up on the Surface hardware, mostly because they're catering to that enterprise market who doesn't necessarily need it and they need that older stuff for compatibility reasons. So keep that in mind as we head towards October and the company brings out their new goods for the holiday shopping season. Keep that in mind. Off of 365, commercial seats grew 23%. 65 million active Xbox Live users and gaming revenue came in at $2.53 billion for the quarter, which is down year over year. So just keep all that in mind. Overall, for Microsoft, a really healthy quarter. The one thing I really... It, this is really frustrating um, from an outside observer perspective. It's all, everybody in the industry knows that AWS has the largest cloud by revenue and Microsoft is second. And then there's Google and there's a whole bunch of other players downstream from that. Microsoft refuses to actually say how much money their Azure cloud platform makes. They, they, they don't break it out. They cover it up in these things like uh, Intelligent Cloud, which includes, or whatever, commercial cloud, uh, which has things like Office and Azure and other cloud-related services to create this large number 
but there is no such thing as a commercial cloud. It's time for Microsoft to actually break out Azure revenue. The company is banking on Azure as being its long-term pillar. And if they're really doing that, I mean, it's a fundamental element of the company's core portfolio, which means by law, they should have to, or not, I guess by law, but I believe it's by gap, which gap, I believe is law. Um, should have to break it out, but they're they're beating around the bush and they're not revealing how well that specific business line is doing, even though it is so critical. And they're not doing it because they don't want to show, because here's what happens. They'll come out with the number and everyone's going to compare it right to AWS, which is fine. We expect them, everyone to do that. We already know they're in second place. What does it matter? Microsoft really needs to increase that transparency there. Um, other things happening in the industry around Microsoft this week before we dive into the questions because there's a lot of good ones this week, as always. Uh, if you've been using the SMS Connect feature for Skype, well, you're out of luck. It's going to be uh, coming to an end here in August. Microsoft recommends that you use your phone. A couple redesigns on the way. Microsoft has redesigned its iOS app, which I believe might be available now. And then there's also a dark theme coming for the Outlook uh, client as well on mobile devices, which that should be arriving in the near future. And on the back side of the gaming uh, portfolio here, uh, I'm actually somewhat excited about this one, much like the Nintendo Switch Lite, which that might actually be the one that I buy, but Microsoft, or Microsoft, Nintendo is launching a refreshed Switch with improved battery life. Um, if you've been holding out buying a, a Switch, not the Switch Lite, but the actual proper Switch, you might want to wait uh, a few more weeks because they're coming out with a revamped version that will give you better battery life, and, I, and they're it's not explicitly confirmed yet, I don't believe, but they're saying higher clock speeds and you're going to get a little bit better performance out of it. So keep that in mind if you are going to be buying that stuff. So let's dive into the questions, just kind of plowing through. It's a lot of earnings uh, on the horizon. We should get Apple. Um, I'm also paying attention to Tesla's earnings and a bunch of other stuff uh, coming down the pipeline. So uh, Kadupa with three questions, which is okay, which is okay. He says, do you know anything about the Photos app? Is it coming to pl other platforms besides Windows? Candidly, I do not know anything about it. Um, I, I know what he's referring to is that there's this new version of the, an updated version of the Photos app that does better uh, facial recognition and all that stuff. It would be nice if it was on all the platforms, much like Google Photos. That way you could just have everything in one app. I would actually be highly interested in that well, but I have not heard anything specifically about that. Um, and he also goes on to say, it seems that the, the moniker for life is a Another way of saying consumer instead of business. I think you're absolutely right that they are not using the word consumer, they're using the word for life. I was a beta tester of Skype for life, which eventually became what we use today as Skype V8, Electron Desktop WebNet, React Native, Android, and all that good stuff. The Monaco for life came out around 2016 when the Skype team was working on Skype for Business and Skype Teams, which Skype Teams eventually became Teams, the Teams app for the enterprise. So I'm guessing they coined the term for life to refer to that Skype product that was a way for consumers and not for work. I fully agree. Now that the same team is using the terminology referred to, the consumer version of Teams, uh, would it just be called Teams? Or what would happen to Skype V8 after all that good stuff? So I think I am... I am hedging here, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Skype brand kind of goes away eventually in favor of Teams. Teams is the new hotness inside of Microsoft. It has a lot more momentum than Skype. Skype, when Microsoft bought it, they proudly promoted that it has 300 million uh, monthly active users. The last figure Microsoft gave us, which I think was last year, was that they still had 300 million monthly active users. It's not a growing, it's very much stagnated. And so it wouldn't surprise me to see them take that product and rebrand it as a Teams product, Teams for Life, um, although then they're going to get confused, whatever, they have two Teams products, but whatever, they're not the same thing. Anyways, uh, it wouldn't be surprised to then see that Skype stuff ingested in a Teams for Life and then just eventually kind of just wither away. So 
Uh, NGC224 says, if Microsoft fails to announce Andromeda this year, am I entitled to a refund of your book Beneath a Surface? Well, first off, everyone should go buy my book Beneath the Surface. Um, you can go find that on all major retailers. But uh, I don't think I actually... I, now, i got to be careful because I can't remember every single thing I wrote in that book. I don't think I said Andromeda was coming out this year. Um, I believe I was talking about a, a new device. It more likely is Centaurus that would show up, but I don't even know if Centaurus is going to show up this year. You got to remember, I wrote, when I wrote the roadmap for Surface Hardware in the book, it was written around August of 2018. There's a lot of time of things that happen in there. Certain things like uh, the next version of the Surface Studio um, are changing. Uh, I wrote some things about Microsoft doing a redesigned Surface Pro in there, which that is still happening, but has been kicked to next year instead of this year. You got to remember that book is a, a point in time and it's not something that's evolutionary as things material. You got to, the thing that and frustrates me as a writer and somebody who talks about Microsoft's internal plans, and I'm not, I'm not harping on NGC 224 in any capacity. This is a, a much broader topic because this comes up all the time. They'll be like, Brad, you wrote about Lockhart. You said Lockhart was happening. Well, it was happening at a point in time, but Microsoft, much like any other company, much like humans in nature, your plans change, objectives change, priorities change. Satya Nadella could come down and say, hey, look, we're only targeting premium. We're not going for the low end anymore. Bada bing, bada boom. And then things shift. So when I talk about internal plans, it's as they are at that time, much like the, the home version of the xCloud product that might ship as a low cost entry box that could replace Lockhart, all that good stuff. As of right now, that thing does exist and it's, it's moving forward to a shipping date. But at any point along that time, they might say, hey, the yields aren't good enough. The pricing isn't gonna competitive enough, or maybe we just don't need it. And then it's gone. And then someone will be like, hey, hey, you were wrong. It, 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 it didn't ship. Well, marketing decisions are incredibly hard to, to do. Engineering things take much longer times to not only one, create, gestate, prototype, and ship. And that's how it's easier to get that information. Marketing decisions, they go into a meeting, they come out and say, this is happening. And getting that information uh, accurately is incredibly hard. Incredibly hard. Uh, Lind, Lind Hartston uh, says, you or Paul have rumored that a new hardware keyboard might be coming. Any word if it'll be an or be the ergonomic variety to replace the existing surface ergonomic keyboard or ergo surface ergonomic uh surface ergonomic and sculpt ergonomic keyboards so the keyboard that i have heard that is coming i believe it's called the, it's a successor to the ergomax 4000 i might be getting that product number wrong i don't believe it's a true successor to the surface brand keyboards i think it's more of microsoft's just ergonomic keyboard now i don't know when it's coming all i've seen is that it's on a roadmap for development and release and production for that matter so it's somewhere in that pipeline, and I know that Microsoft is is working on it. Um, more importantly, it's not like they're just forgetting about these peripherals. So they do exist. I just I don't know when it is actually coming out. Uh, Bart says Q2 on Windows Weekly. Another fine guest. Yes, I was on Windows Weekly this week. If you missed that, uh, you mentioned Skype might be replaced by Teams for Life. Do you expect Teams for Life to look like Skype or more like Microsoft Teams? I think it would look more like Microsoft Teams personally. Um, I don't have any inside information on that yet, but Microsoft has a lot of, uh, as we talked about earlier, for life uh, services such as OneDrive, uh, such as Office 365, and all this stuff would make a lot of sense if it was in a Teams application, much like it is in the enterprise world, but Teams for life. Um, I, I personally think I could use Teams for life with my family, so we will. I'm, I'm very interested in how this product comes out if anybody knows anything about it please 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 let me know because i am very very curious about how how i can try to 
force my family to use Teams, <laughs> if I'm candid. And then he also says, I think I have a question a bit out of left field, but what is the status on Maps? Microsoft does not seem to push the service, but every now and then you can read about improvements. Do you think Microsoft is endgame? What, what do you think is Microsoft's endgame with Maps? This is an interesting question. So Microsoft has Bing Maps, which is they... It, I, didn't they get most of this stuff from Nokia when they did that acquisition? They got some technology, I believe, or did they not? I think Balmer wanted to buy it, but then they didn't get it. Anyways, Microsoft has Bing Maps. Uh, I believe it's much more useful in the enterprise world, right? They use it for their API calls on Azure and all that kind of stuff. And so I think that is the end goal, and that's how they monetize it or through those API calls for their enterprise services who need mapping technology. Bing Maps is fine. Um, it, I don't, it's not as good as Google Maps, but for vast majority of things, it's fine. Uh, Mr. PKI says, when is the deal for upgrading Xbox Live Gold to Ultimate Game Pass for only $1 going to end? I don't know, but if you have not taken advantage of this, I highly recommend it. So here's a pro tip for you. If you want Game Pass Ultimate and you don't want to pay a lot of money for it, go out and load up load up on Xbox Live Gold because then you can convert your current subscription into Xbox Live Ultimate. Yeah, for a buck, for a buck. So I know of people who have gone out and bought like three plus years of this stuff and then they convert it over and they get for, for a buck. And then you're basically good to go for a long time and play all these games as they come out. It's a really, really good value. And if you haven't taken advantage of it, Highly recommend that you do because you will be missing out. Now, the question is, is how is Microsoft making any money on this? I think their long-term goal here, and this is probably optimistic for the Xbox group, if you're that kind of a person, because if Microsoft is looking at the long-term of getting people away from gold into this ultimate, because Microsoft will eventually make more money with it, they're basically giving upfront dollars to get that long-term conversion subscription. It's pretty hard to convert people from gold to ultimate because it's more money per month, right? But if you dangle that dollar carrot and say, hey, everything you've got will just roll right over, eventually you will be in that higher tiered skew. It's gonna take some time, which means that Microsoft obviously isn't looking to kill Xbox anytime soon, and which means that, hey, they're looking at the long-term of Xbox profitability, not the short-term. Uh, let's see, Len Alfred, who put a pronunciation in his comment, I appreciate that, says, I heard a rumor that Microsoft is getting back into mobile. Do you have any info on this? We know that they, they're they not doing a phone. Uh, what kind of new category of disruptive mobile device could they produce? So Microsoft, I don't want to say they're building a phone, but, but there are people internally who have made arguments that it would make sense for Microsoft to build an Android phone. Uh, and they could do it very cheaply, go to a HMD Global or any of these companies uh, that are now basically producing solid screen phones, high-end cameras for relatively cheap, and it's a minimal upfront investment. Microsoft could use this device as a hero class product for their uh, Microsoft mobile services, right? Their Teams for Life, OneDrive, uh, Outlook, they've got the, the launcher, they've got a whole bunch of stuff, an Edge mobile browser, and say, hey, this is the Microsoft mobile experience on a phone shipped right from us. They could very much do that. They also do have other mobile things that people typically don't think about. For example, HoloLens is con is it considered a mobile experience, right? You strap it on your head. Granted, it's not for everybody. It's only for enterprise right now. It will eventually, I would imagine, make its way down into the consumer level, but we are years away from that. And then he says, do you have any details about the Surface Book 3, Surface Book 2 refresh? Can we expect USB Type-C? Well, Type-C is already in the Surface Book 2, um, I believe, isn't it? Isn't there Type-C in there? Yes, the Type-C is already in there. 
So I would be looking more along the lines of chip bump and spec refresh than overhaul at this point, at least from the last thing that I had heard. So um, Surface Pro is going to get refreshed, but again, look more type C rather than a complete design overhaul. The, the big thing that I'm looking for is the, uh, the arm based pro like device. I really, really, really hope we see that really hope we do. Uh, Brother Nod says, although Microsoft gave up fleshing it out, I really enjoyed how my Xbox one would visually sign in everyone sitting in front and give you their personalized user screen. That was really cool feature of connect. And one thing that we have definitely lost on that side of the, the gaming coin, uh, with connect most certainly not coming to the next Xbox. Is there any hope of a biometric uh, magic ease of use for users personalized and management? This is a good question. Even just even just using voice to sign in would be nice, but I'm hoping somehow to be better. I haven't heard anything about like it would be what I think he's getting out. It'd be, it'd be awesome if on the Xbox controller maybe there was like a fingerprint reader, and that's how you logged in. Now for most, I shouldn't even say for most people. That is not a fair assumption. For myself, I'm the only one who ever. I'm putting an Xbox 360, but I'm the only one who ever logs in, so it's never an issue for me. But for multi-person families who have gaming, I can totally see how the Connect experience was great. Right, because you sit down, you're logged in, all good, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they would be willing to put a fingerprint reader on the controller. I don't think that's going to happen. I haven't heard anything specifically. I'm not saying it's not happening. I just haven't heard that Microsoft has looked to streamline the authentication experience uh, to the Xbox One console. Um, although I will point out, Microsoft did say on their earnings call, I believe it was Amy Hood who said it, that their next gen Xbox will not arrive until fiscal year 2020, which, um, or 2021, sorry, I was going to say 2020 doesn't make sense. 2021, which aligns to the fact that, hey, it is going to launch in the second half of next year, which is what we already knew. It's already new. So, all right, guys, that wraps it up for today. Keeping it clean and simple. As always, appreciate all the questions. My favorite part of the week. Everybody else, have yourselves a wonderful weekend, and we'll catch you right back here next time.